You are listening to a Victory Alabang podcast. God is faithful to bless those who love and obey Him. Discover the beauty of God's faithfulness in week four of Big Deal. Listen to this message by Pastor Johnson Morados. Nako, excited na ako. Tatapusin na natin ang ating serye, no? Patungkol sa... Uh, ang title nito is Big Deal. Parang anong nasa video, no? Hindi lang parang nanalo kayo because this is the greatest deal ever. No, let me give a quick recap. Week 1, ang pinag-usapan natin na yes, maraming blessings. Uh, God has blessed us materially. May trabaho tayo. Whether gusto mo yung trabaho mo or hindi mo gusto ang trabaho mo, maganda ang negosyo mo ngayon o hindi maganda ang benta, lalo na ngayong Kapaskuan. It doesn't really matter. Fact is, God has blessed us with things. But it doesn't even compare even to an inkling to the greatest blessing we have, which is our relationship with God. At yan po yung pinag-usapan natin three weeks ago, nung sinimula natin itong sharing to. Before we talk about finances, before we talk about material possessions, we have to recognize that our greatest blessing ay hindi yung material na bagay at hindi pera. Dahil ang napakalaking blessing talaga natin, the greatest blessing that we have is really our relationship with God. Do you agree? Yes. Yun, gising na gising na po tayo. Tama. Our great, uh, 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 because of our relationship with God, it opens up and it paves the way for the other blessings that we are believing God for. In fact, yan yung tatapusin natin ngayong, ngayong, ngayong uh, umagang ito. Now, two weeks ago, second week of this series, sinabi natin, because of this particular relationship, no, the power of God is made available to us. At in fact, ang pinag-usapan natin diyan, yung napakasikat na verse sa Old Testament no, sa Deuteronomy 8.18. God gives us the ability to produce wealth or God gives us the power to produce wealth. Una sa lahat, because of this relationship, we are able to tap on the power of God. He is our source. Tama po ba? Siya ang source ng ating blessing. But in the same way, napakaganda nung sinabi na yan sa Deuteronomy. Hindi lang siya ang source ng blessing, pero binigyan niya tayo ng kapangyarihan no, para para maging blessing. Alam nyo kung saan? Hindi lang para sa atin. Maging blessing para sa ibang tao. Tingnan mo yung katabi mo ngayon. Tama. Tingnan mo. Mukha bang blessing? O nangangailangan ng blessing? Ha? Okay, good. Last week, sinabi natin, ganda, habang pinag-usapan natin finances, pinag-usapan natin ng blessing, God gave us the power to be able to produce wealth. Last week, <clears throat> ang pinag-usapan natin is that God <clears throat> places us in areas that we can be blessed. At gustong-gusto ko po yung preaching last week, ano? Inom lang ako sandali. Last week, sabi natin na ang blessings is hindi lang yung material na bagay, kundi ito yung bagay na nagbibigay sa atin ng tunay na fulfillment. Tama? Tunay na fulfillment. Tsaka hindi lang yun. Yung totoong blessing is yung pag ka talaga ng Panginoon, nagiging fruitful ka. No? And last but not the least, Hindi ka lang fulfilled, hindi ka lang fruitful, sabi natin, yun ay na-experience mo yung favor ni God. Why? Because God places us in areas, in situations, and in circumstances that we can be blessed in terms of fulfillment, in terms of fruitfulness, and in terms of God's favor moving in and through us today. Today. Isa sa mga major concern, actually, ng mga... Ng, uh, Natin, lalo na, sino po ba yung mga magulang dito? Okay, good, good, napakadami. Majority, I think, ano? Ang number one concern naman talaga natin is papani mga anak natin. Diba? At yun yung 
Actually, yun yung konteksto talaga ng Deuteronomy. Dahil kung isipin natin, pag binasa nyo yan, itong mga papasok sa promised land, papasok sa Canaan, land flowing with milk and honey, actually, hindi ito yung lumabas. These are the second generation. Ito po yung mga anak nung lumabas sa Egypt. Kaya nila inulit yung law eh. Bakit? Kasi itong taong papasok sa promised land at makaka-experience, makakakita at mabubuhay dito sa lupa na nag-uumapaw ang uh, milk and honey, ika nga, eh ito yung hindi nakakita ng mga miracles ni God. Ito yung hindi nakakita nung, nung cloud sa umaga at saka yung pillar of fire by night. Hindi sila yung nakakita ng miracles na yung plagues, di ba? Hindi sila yun eh. Kaya sinulat yung Deuteronomy para ipaalala sa kanila, eto yung nangyari ha. Balikan ninyo to. Yun yung preaching ni Moses. Itong, itong, actually, itong Deuteronomy, preaching to eh. Ni Moses. Na sinasabi niya, doon sa mga papasok, eto yung mga nangyari dati. Kailangan pangatandaan niyo to. Kailangan panghawakan niyo itong lahat ng mga nangyari dati. Dahil hindi niyo to na-experience, inuulit namin ngayon. Tanong, paano yung blessings ni God mag-flow? In fact, napakatagal ng mga, itong mga papasok, yung mga magulang nila. 40 years sa desert. At para sa iba sa inyo, alam ko, alam nyo, no? Kung talagang lalakari mo ng totoo, even ngayon, yung journey na yun, out of Egypt, papunta dito, sa totoo lang, 6 to 8 weeks lang yun, eh. Yapak pa yun, pag naglakad ka, ha? hindi pa natin binibilang yung mga nakafixi dito. No? At saka mga naka, ano, ano, folding bike. No, pag nakayapak ka, 6 to 8 weeks lang. Napakatagal nila. Bakit? Eh, ang daming ginawa ng Panginoon sa puso't isipan nila. Eh. Ang tanong ngayon, dito sa mga papasok sa promised land, paano maipapasa from generation to generation to generation itong blessings na to? Sino sa inyo mahilig manood ng teleserye at wag na kayong magsinungaling? Magpakatotoo kayo. Teleserye, give me a nod. Yan, okay. Hindi ko alam, ano? Mamaya may papakita ako sa inyo. Sabi ni Maximus, isa sa mga favorite movies ko sa Gladiator, what we do in life echoes in eternity. What we do in life echoes in eternity. Kasi napaka-importante lahat ng desisyon at lahat ng choices natin na ginagawa ngayon, hindi lang para sa atin. Apektado pati yung mga anak natin at anak ng mga anak and all the generations down us. You know, napakahilig ko magkasal. Gustong-gusto ko nagkakasal. In fact, kami mga pastor, napakadaming kinakasal pag December. Hindi ko nga alam eh. Actually, hindi na talaga June ang ano, no? month of weddings. It's really December. Parati kong sinasabi, pag magsiseminar ako, yung, yung imimit ko yung mga kinakasal ko, sasabihin ko, o oh, kung anong ginagawa nyo ngayon habang mag-boyfriend pa lang kayo, habang engaged couple kayo, hindi lang yan para sa inyo. Kasi parati kong sasabihin, oh, iiwasan ninyo yung magkakasalanan. Alam ko, ikakasal na kayo. Diba? So bibigyan mo ng warning. Kasi tas parati ko itong sasabihin sa kanila. Kasi kung anong gagawin nyo ngayon, yun yung testimony nyo sa mga anak nyo. Kung may nangyari bago kayo kinasal, eh di yun yung dadatna ng anak nyo. Yun yung standard ng pamilya nyo. Alright? So yun yung sinasabi ko sa kanila. Kasi what you do will have implications to the generations down you. In the same way, what we do in life echoes in eternity. That was what he was saying. Ito yung sinasabi ko kanina. Sino yung nakakaalala? Dito sa teleserye na to. ba? Sabi nga ng Sprite, magbaka totoo ka. Itong tawag natin dito, Ana Karinina. ba? Although hindi ko, ta- sa totoo lang, hindi ko naman napanood itong teleserye na to. Pero, alam, ne, totoo. <laughs> Pero mahilig po ako manood ng pelikulang uh, uh, Pinoy. Ano ba yung huling napanood ko, darling? 
na hindi mo ako sinamahan at ayaw mo nanonood ng pelikulang... Ano yun? Yung teenager? Yung si Daniel Padilla? Hindi, <laughs> totoo! Gusto ko nga yun ah! Di ba? Oh, Ben, napanood mo yun. Mahilig ka rin. Ha? Dating ah? A gangster? Paano na teenager yung naano ko? Oo nga, no? Oo, dating a gangster. Parang yun. Tama, no? Oh. So anyway, balik ako dito. Hindi ko talaga na to. Hindi ko talaga na to. Pero actually, sa totoo lang, eto, kinuha yan dun sa Ana Karenina. Yung series, no? In fact, itong Ana Karenina, hindi lang tong movie, pero ito yung libro na ginawa ni Leo Tolstoy. Yan, sikat yan, yan. Si Leo Tolstoy, isang author. Now, he started his book, si Leo Tolstoy, with a very important quote pertaining to families. In fact, trahedya itong ano na to, nobela na to. It's a tragic novel. Pero ang galing nung pagkakasimula niya at ang galing kung paano niya inending itong novel na to. Sinimula niya, sabi niya, All happy families are alike. Each unhappy family is unhappy in its own way. Hindi ko na-explain kung ano yung ibig sabihin. Medyo malalim. Pero ang point niya lang is that throughout the novel, he was able to unpack a staggering truth that who we are today is because of who our family is. Who we are today is because of who our family is. In fact, when he ended his novel, alam mo ang sinabi niya, ang conclusion niya, ang na, tatlong bagay ang napaka-importante sa buhay ng tao, pananampalataya, kaligayahan, at pamilya. It's a tragic novel, but it led to that particular conclusion. Question is, paano ba natin maipapasa yung mga blessings natin yung relationship natin sa Panginoon doon sa generations down us. Amen? Are you ready to hear the Word of God? We'll talk about the choices that we do every day, our daily decisions, how important it is, and what the Word of God is saying when it comes to these decisions. And secondly, sabi ko nga kanina, how will blessings flow doon sa mga anak natin at kaapu-apuhan natin? Why don't we open our Bibles Deuteronomy 30? 30, and uh, we'll read 19, <clears throat> verses 19 and 20. Why do we all stand in reverence of the Word of God? Basahin po natin ang salita ng Diyos. Kung di nyo po dalaan inyong Biblia, nandito po sa ating screen. This day I call heaven and earth as witnesses against you that I have set before you Life and death, blessings and curses. Now choose life so that you and your children may live. Verse 20, sabay sabay, ready? One, two, three, go. And that you may love the Lord your God, listen to His voice and hold fast to Him. For the Lord is your life and He will give you many years in the land He swore to give your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Tayo po yung magdasal, Panginoon. Maraming salamat. O Diyos, Espiritu Santo, maraming salamat sa iyong presensya. Pinapupurihan ka namin, Panginoon. Dalangin namin na ngayon, ikaw ay mangusap sa amin. Panginoon, maraming salamat sa iyong salita. Lord, we pray that you would bless the preaching of your word and the ministry of prayer. God, you are the most important person in this room. Let your spirit illuminate your word that we may not just understand it, but that we may be able to apply it in our lives. God, again, we give you all the glory and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Please take your seats.
You know, the moment we wake up, marami na tayong choices eh. The moment we wake up, may choice ka, di ba? Kakain ka ba dun sa bahay, magluluto ka ng itlog, magto-toast ka ba ng bread, o magma-McDonald's ka na. In fact, pag tumungtong ka sa McDonald's, may choice ka. Anong bibilin mo? Yung value meal number one o value meal number ten? Pag medyo budgeted ka, value meal number one ka. Pag medyo marami-rami ang pera mo nung araw na yon, value meal number ten ka. Or in fact, bago ka tumuntong sa Starbucks, nag-decide ka rin. Ah, Starbucks, McDonald's. Magsa-Starbucks ba ako o magma-McDonald's ba ako? So napakatami nating choices, no? Na, na every day, it's not just a financial decision, but these are sometimes, of course, very mundane things, life decisions. But in the same way, maybe on a daily or on a weekly or on a monthly basis, there are major decisions that we make in our lives. Mag-redesign na ba ako? Pikang-pika na ako dun sa boss ko. Talagang ano na ba? Will ba ni God sa akin na sagutin tong lalaking to? Wala na akong asawa. Mag-decide na ba ako na hindi na ako mag-pray ng asawa or hindi? I mean, in a very serious manner, no, napakadami nating decisions, napakadami nating choices na ginagawa everyday, and it matters, actually. Naalala ko nung bata ako, no? Merong mga, may mga dalo, may mga pictures din, hindi lang decisions, ano? Naalala niyo yung, yung alam niyo yung hindi kasabihan to, eh. Di ba? Katotohanan to, di ba? Pag natutulog ka parati, lalo na paghapon, tatangkad ka. Sino sa inyo natutulog parati nung hapon? Hindi po ako natutulog ng hapon. Di ba? So yan, di ba? Sabi ng magulang ko, matulog ka ng hapon, pag natulog ka ng hapon, tatangkad ka. Pag di ka natulog ng hapon, di ka tatangkad. So very obvious naman yung sagot at ginawa ko. Di ba? Pero yun yun, di ba? May picture pa natin binibigay yung mga magulang natin. Pag ginawa mo to, ito mangyayari. Pag di mo ginawa, ito mangyayari. Hindi lang yan. O ito, ano mas gusto nyong picture dito? Yung nasa kanan o yung nasa kaliwa? Okay, nasa kaliwa. Of course. O yung iba ata sa inyo, yung gusto nasa kanan, di ba? Siyempre yung nasa kaliwa. Dahil everyday may ganyan tayo eh. It's a picture of what can happen. No? It's a picture, no? How to approach work on a daily basis. Ah, ganito ba? Pagpasok ko ba sa opisina, magiging blessing ba ako? Pagpasok ko sa opisina, ako maghahanap ng blessing dito. Ganun. Yun yung usapan, yun yung preaching last week eh. Pero may picture tayo at alam natin yung mga posibleng mangyari. Ito, anong pipiliin nyo kung papipiliin kayo ng land? Yung nasa kaliwa o yung nasa kanan? Kaliwa, syempre. Ano po, pastor, napakadali naman yung tanong mo, di ba? Hirap-hirapan mo naman yung tanong mo. Tama, nasa kaliwa. Napakadaling sagutin. In fact, as much as we're saying it's a very easy question, Parehong-pareho yan sa Deuteronomy. Alam yung Deuteronomy is sort of like a portrait. It is sort of like a picture that God presented His people through the preaching of Moses. Na sinasabi niya, simple lang yan, mga anak. Dalawang picture ang pinapakita ko sa inyo. Anong gusto nyo? Itong nasa kaliwa? May enjoy niya yan? At mananatili kayo dyan? O gusto nyo itong nasa kanan? Ganyang kasimple ang Deuteronomy. It is a picture of what God wants to happen to them if they follow. But it is also a warning that if they don't follow the commandments of God, they won't enjoy life. Yung kanan na picture. So yan yung Deuteronomy. Pinapakita sa kanila, oh, hindi nyo na hindi nyo nadaanan, hindi nyo na-experience yung Egypt, anak na kayo noong mga nakalabas doon. Pero... Inulit, inulit yung lahat na nangyari at inulit lahat ng mga batas. It's the second reading of the law. Yun yung ibig sabihin ng Deuteronomy. I'm sure nasabi na yun ni Pastor Sani, no? Pero parang picture siya na ipinapakita sa atin. So yun yung Deuteronomy. And now, we go back. So paano na? And hindi lang, ito rin yung huling habili ni Moses. Kasi nasa dulo na tayo, binasa nating verses, Deuteronomy 30 na yun. And parang sinasabi ni Moses, ito, malapit na ako, hindi ako makakapasok sa promised land. Dahil may ginawa siya, although that's a totally different preaching. Pero, 
Ito na yung pinaka-importanting huling habili niya ito, kumbaga, in a form of a preaching. Kaya sabi niya kanina, choose life. Pag-usapan natin yan mamaya. Pinresent niya lahat. At ang concern ni Moses, pagpasok niyo dyan, hindi lang kayo yan. Napaka-importante na maipasa niyo to sa inyong mga anak, sa inyong mga apo at kapu-apuhan. Pero kung paano niyo gagawin yon, yun yung binasa natin ngayon. At yun yung iisa-isahin natin. Alright? Binasa natin verses 19 to 20, but let me go back to verse 11. How do we pass on the blessings? How will the blessings of God flow in and through us to the generations down us? Verse 11, Now what I'm commanding you today is not too difficult for you or beyond your reach. It is not up in heaven. Sabi niya, napakadali lang ng mga commandments ni God. Lalong-lalo na pag may relationship ka. Okay? So that you have to ask, who will ascend into heaven to get it and proclaim it to us so we may obey it? Verse 13, Nor is it beyond the sea so that you have to ask, who will cross the sea to get it and proclaim it to us so we may obey it? Sabi niya, no, madali lang to. The word of God or the commandments of God or the precepts of God, no, the word is very near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart, so you may obey it. Ha, paano niya nasabi yun? Paano niya nasabi yun? Alam niyo, yung cute kong anak, yung three years old, syempre, pag bata yung anak mo, parating cute, ano? Pag lumaki ng lumaki na, bumabaho na sa mga lalo ni mga lalaki, hindi lang sila bumabaho, at hindi na rin sila nagiging cute, di ba? Pag medyo nalo, maloko na. No? Pero habang cute pa siya, ngayon tinuruan ng mga kapatid, natuwang-tuwa naman kaming mag, mag-asawa. Sabi niya, uh, ano ba yung sinasabi niya? G- G- kasi di ba may movie tayo tsaka nagkaroon tayong preaching God's not dead so tinuro ng mga kapatid God's not dead because Jesus is in my heart so parating yung sinasabi you know what daddy God's not dead tapos syempre sasabi mo why? because Jesus is in my heart so habang gustong gusto niyo pang sinasabi yun di ba? so great good job ganun pero totoo yung sinasabi niya kahit hindi niya naiintindihan yun ng lubusan e yun yung sinasabi ni Moses because of the relationship that was established, because of the covenant that had happened, because it was God Himself who made your fathers and your mothers went out of Egypt, it is because of that relationship, and because of this, God is with you. You have a relationship with God. This is why the Word is very near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart, so you may obey it. Yun yung sinasabi niya. So ano, in other words, para patuloy itong blessings mag-flow, he captured it dito sa verse 14. It's the Word of God. Yes, so lahat tayo gustong magbigay ng kayamanan sa mga anak natin. In fact, biblical po yun. Sabi sa Proverbs 13.22, A good man or a righteous man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. Now, while that is important, let us not forget that what's most important and essential and integral really is the Word of God that we pass on to our children. Eh kung, kung marami tayong negosyong iwanan sa anak natin at marami tayong kayamanan at maraming ari-arian tayong iwan sa anak natin, pero kung hindi niya alam ang salita ng Diyos, eh alam niyo ba, napakabilis mawala nun? Alam niyo ba, nagkaroon ng survey sa Amerika, Vanderbilt Institute, ang mga nananalo sa lottery, the higher the cash price, the faster that it flees away. It's very common. Pag mas mataas ang mananalo, yung amount sa loto, 
mas mabilis nawawala yung pera. Eh kung walang relationship yung mga anak natin sa Panginoon, at talaga mabilis mawawala yung pera. So the greatest inheritance that we could give and the greatest legacy that we could give, really, is the Word of God in them. Tama po ba? In fact, this is the greatest equalizer. In fact, kung, kung uh, taghirap tayo ngayon, pero kung maipapasa mo ang salita ng Diyos sa buhay ng anak mo, aba, ibang usapan yun. Can you imagine the future that they will have because they are holding on to what is right and righteous in God's eyes? Sabi nga sa Joshua ito, napaka-famous. Ito na yung generation, si Joshua na yung leader. After ni Moses, si Joshua na. Nung papasok na sila, ito ulit, inulit ni Joshua. Sabi niya, do not let this book of the law depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Ano ba? Parang may magic ba to? Na ilagay mo lang sa bahay at i-display mo, ilagay mo sa kotse, tago mo sa bag mo, ilagay mo sa ilalim ng unan mo, siswertihin ka. Hindi. Simple, oh. Nakalagay, oh. Meditate on it day and night. Basahin mo yan. Basahin mo parate so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Pag binasa mo parate, nasa puso't isipan mo yan, mas magagawa mo yan. Pag nagawa mo yan, ito na yung conclusion. Napaka-importante. Then, pag nagawa mo, doon lang papasok ang ano, prosperity and success. Eh kung magulang ka, yan naman talaga ang gusto natin. Tama po ba? Ang problema ngayon, napakadaming nagpapalabo sa mga mata ng anak natin. Tama ba? I mean, lumabas ka lang eh. Manood ka ng TV, magbasa ka ng dyaryo. Sa lahat ng nakikita nila sa internet, napakadaming magpapalabo ng paningin nila. Na minsan, hindi nila malalaman talaga kung anong tama at mali, lalong-lalo na kapag hindi natin tinuturo. Parang ano, mga pilot sa aeroplano, Diba? Pag nandoon sa harap nila, hindi na sobrang foggy, pag sobrang cloudy, at lalong-lalo na pag may bagyo, at hindi nila makita kung ano yung nasa harap, anong napaka-importante sa piloto? Eh di ko ano yung mga nakasulat dito sa instrumentation nila. Tama po ba? Kasi yun lang talaga magiging guide nila. In the same way sa panahon ngayon, pag hindi mo talaga alam kung anong tama at mali, pag hindi malalaman ng anak natin, dahil sa dinami-dami ng sinasabi ng mundo, na taliwas na sinasabi ng Biblia, guess what? Ano lang ang makakapagbigay sa kanila ng tamang direksyon? Eh dito, pag di natin tinuro, paano nila malalaman? Tama. Pag di natin tinuro, paano nila malalaman? Lalong-lalo na ngayon. Lalong-lalo na. Na-imagine nyo ba ngayon, yung mga pelikula ngayon, eh, di ba lumalabas, Captain America. Di ba? Uh, Green Lantern, The Avengers, diba? The Amazing Spider-Man. Let me give you a personal observation. Itong mga to hindi to superheroes of today. Superheroes yan of yesterday. Tama, superheroes yan ng 60s, tama, 70s, at 80s. At ito yung mga nagpo-produce ngayon at nagdi-direct, nagsusulat ng mga script, eh yung mga bata dati na nakabasa ng comics niyan. Alright? Because dati, ang mababasa ng mga anak natin is good versus evil. Yun yun eh. Di ba? Batman, Spider-Man, Superman, Avengers, Green Lantern, all those stuff. It's good versus evil. Ano na bang cartoons ng mga bata ngayon? Simpsons? Spongebob? Natatawa kayo, pero totoo, di ba? Puro kalokohan. 
Di, ano good versus evil sa SpongeBob? Di ba wala? Eh, so paano na? 10 years from now, 20 years from now, anong pili ko lang papanoorin? Noong mga bata, 20 years from now, puro kalokohan. So their only guide, especially today, is the Word of God. And if we don't teach it, if we don't pass it on, how will their relationship with God flourish? How can the blessings of God flow? Very important, the Word of God in their lives. We need to be able to share it. At yan yung focus in Deuteronomy. Hindi ko nasasabihin tong verse na to. Sa Deuteronomy 6, inulit-ulit. In other words, sinasabi lang ni Moses, kahit nasaan ka, itong commandments na to, impress them on your children. Talk about them all the time. While you walk, while you sit down, etc., etc. In other words, araw-araw. Talk about it. The Word of God. Alam nyo yung napaka-importanting libro after the Bible, at least for me and my family, nasa bedside namin. Pagkatapos nitong Bible na to, ang susunod na pinaka-importanting libro sa pamilya ko, ito po, yung bedside Bible namin. Yung binabasa namin bago kami magpray. Na kahit 16 years old na yung anak namin, binabasa namin sa kanilang lahat ito. Tapos magpipray kami. So bukod sa personal Bible ko, this is our second most important book and it is on our bedside before we do our family devotions. Very important. Jonathan Edwards, admiring preacher. You know, I cannot forget it changed my life. The preaching, hindi ko na narinig, pero I was able to read it. Sinners in the hands of an angry God. Fantastic. Napaka, talagang papasok sa puso mo yung salita ng Diyos sa pagka-preach ni Jonathan Edwards. Jonathan Edwards, nagkaroon ng study. no nabuhay siya in the 1700s, may kasabayan siya, may contemporary siya. Ang pangalan ng contemporary niya, si Max Duke. May pagkakaiba lang sila. No? Pinag-aralan nila yung line ni Jonathan Edwards who was able to spend time with each of his, I think, 10 or 12 children. Every week, he made sure that he was able to spend one hour, one-to-one, eye-to-eye, talking to, to one child. 200 years later, the generations down him, 13 college presidents, 200 preachers, 60 prominent leaders, 90 physicians, 32 authors, 6 professionals, 300 farmers. Contemporary niya si Max Duke was a criminal. Never talked about the Word of God. After 200 years, he was able to produce 90 prostitutes, 100 criminals, 145 confirmed drunkards, 300 delinquents, 285 contracted with various social diseases. It is true. The Word of God is something that we should pass on to our children and to our children's children. Going back to the verse, ay in Bible, pinakita ko lang ano. The Word of God. Next, verse 15. See, I have set before you today life and prosperity. Ito na yung, para yung picture. Oh, see, I've set before you today ah, life and prosperity or death and destruction. For I command you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in His ways and to keep His commands, decrees and laws. Then you will live and increase and the Lord your God will bless you in the land you are entering to possess. Yes, it's one thing to talk about the Word of God. 
But if we are all talk without walking the talk, it's another thing. Kung puro tayo kwento, wala naman tayong kwenta, wala namang mangyayari. Kwento-wento lang yon, Wala tayong kwenta. Yes, we need to talk about it, share it to our children, but they need to see, and this is very critical, that we walk in it. We walk the talk, the ways of God. We walk in His ways. Yeah, we pass on the Word of God, but our children need to see that we are actually doing it. Do you know, especially for those who are parents here, the number one causes of insecurity in children, one of the leading causes, actually, if not the leading cause of insecurity, is that when parents say one thing and do another. Pag may sinasabi yung magulang, tapos iba yung ginagawa niya. That is why, maybe for some of you, you know yung PK syndrome. Alam niyo yung PK syndrome? Napakadami. Lalo na sa United States. Pastor's kids syndrome. Kasi karamihan, di ba? Linggo-linggo, naririnig ng mga bata. Yung pastor nilang tatay, nagsasalita, pero during the week, iba ang ginagawa. Kaya may mga rebellious group of people na tinatawag nila, nagkaya nagkaroon ng term na pastor's kid or PK syndrome. We need to say, pat hindi lang yung mga pastor. If we say something to our children, we need to do it. Napaka-famous ng commercial na dito sa Pilipinas. Kung anong ginagawa ng matanda, siyang gagawin ng bata. bata. In fact, you don't need to go far. Hindi mo na kailangan pumunta ng Amerika. Pag pumunta ka dito sa atin, makikita mo kung gano'ng pinapalabo ng society at ng kultura ang paniniwala sa Diyos at paano pinapahirap ang pananampalataya. Hindi ko alam kung alam niyo to o kung napakita na to ni Pastor Sunny or Pastor Jonathan. Alam niyo ba sa DepEd, tinanggal na sa vision statement yung God-loving? Paano daw yung mga hindi naniniwala sa Diyos? Nabalitaan niyo ba to? Can you imagine that? Tinanggal ng Department of Education responsible for educating our children dun sa vision statement nila yung God-loving. Bakit? Eh kasi yung iba hindi naniniwala daw sa Diyos eh. So kailangan tanggalin yan. So anong gagawin natin 10 years from now, 20 years from now? Pag hindi natin tinuro sa mga anak natin to at hindi natin ginawa ang sinasabi natin, aba, mas malala pa dito ang mangyayari. That is, it is very important for us to be able to pass on the Word of God and do it. Kagabi, tinatapos ko, may sira yung internet namin. So, pumunta ako dun sa may fast food sa amin, comfort food, pumunta ako sa McDonald's. Talagang, madaling araw na. Sa habang nakapila ako, nadinig ko yung kanta, sabi ko, alam ko ning kantang yun eh. Pero syempre, madaling araw na, nag-iisip ka, medyo parang antok-antok na ako nung pumungay-pungay na yung mata ko. Tapos, narinig ko yung kantang All of Me. Tapos sabi ko, ganda pala na tong kantang to. Di ba? Tapos, medyo, hindi ko alam, sa pagkakaintindi ko, ang dating sa akin, malinis-linis naman yung lyrics nito. May it's a fantastic love song with a great melody. Pero after kong naisip yun, alam nyo, naalala ko, nakita ko na pala yung MTV nito. And as much it is a great love song with a fantastic melody that has just an impeccable uh, recall, nung nakita ko yung MTV nito, abi para kang nanood pala ng pornographic movie na na naalala ko, pagkita ko nung MTV, hindi ko na tinapos, nilipat ko kagad na ibang channel. 
mean, because it can capture the eyes of our children and lock it right there. Because the MTV shows love in just one facet, physical intimacy. At hindi pinakita na ang pagmamahal ay selfless, unconditional, and sacrificial. Eh kaso kung yun yung parating makikita ng mga kabataan ngayon, paano na? It in fact tantalizes the eyes and captures it. It in fact feeds to the children of today what to think when it comes to love. Eh dati ang musika, di ba? It is left to the imagination of the hearers. That's why mas, mas, mas creative nga yung sinasabi nila yung mga bata dati. Bakit? Kasi pag narinig nila yung musika, sila mismo mag-iisip and their imagination will work on how that will transpire. Pero ngayon, is, kumbaga, yung, we're shoving it down our throats, down their throats already. Kaso, ang masama doon, kung ano yung finifeed sa kanila. Grabe. Kung hindi natin gagawin ang salita ng Diyos at ipapakita sa kanila, itong makukuha nila. It became a greater reality to me. Pagkahatid ko ng mga bata, two months ago, hinatid ko sa school, ano? Tapos, dala ko yung three years old ko. Nagaantay kaming dalawa. Tapos, dinala ko muna siya sa playground. Tapos, nagbabasa ako doon. Tapos, biglang first time niya sinabi sa amin. Tapos, tontuwa ako, sinabi niya. Pagkadala ko siya sa playground, lumapit siya sa akin. Pangalan ng anak namin si Yuan. Tapos, ito yung sinabi niya, napaka-importante na first time niya sinabi yon, no? Matatas magsalita to eh. Tapos, sabi niya, Dad, can I copy you? So, siyempre naman ako, of course, yes, ah, good job. Ito ba? Ito naman sasabihin mo eh. Pero alam mo, pagkasabi ko, no, nais, napag-isip ako, abay, totoo nga, ano? Napakabigat palang responsibilidad, responsibilidad ang pagiging magulang. Dad, can I copy you? Galing yan sa bata, pero yung tama sa akin, napakalalim. Tama ba? Because They will. They will. And whatever you do, the choices that you make, the decisions that you take, they will. In their hearts, they're saying, can I copy you? That's why we need to pass it on. How? By walking the talk, the ways of God. Let's continue on with the verse. Verse 19, This day I call heaven and earth as witnesses against you that I have set before you. Ito, the picture again. Life and death, blessings, and curses. And he says, choose life. Choose life. So that you and your children may live. Actually, inulit niya lang. Sinabi niya yung parehong-parehong sinabi niya, few verses before this, but in another way. What he's actually saying, Simon says, is yes, you pass on the word of God, you walk in His ways, and in other words, in the decisions that you make every day, you always choose life. You always choose the Word of God. You stand on the Word of God all the time. You walk in the ways of God always. Choose life. In other words, he was saying, choose God. Be consistent in it. In your daily decisions, always hold on to what is important, the Word of God. The Word of God and His ways ensure the real and the greatest blessing of God to us and our children. Always choose God. Meron asher dito sa atin. Sa Victoria Labang, no? 
testimony to, pagpapatotoo, nung kanilang siya, tsaka yung anak niya. Nag-dentistry yung anak niya. One of our ushers. And then, sabi niya, inimpress sa kanya ni Lord na bago umalis yung anak niya sa eskwelahan, papag-pray niya. Eh, siyempre, minsan, alam niyo naman, lalo pag may anak kayo, di ba? pag umaga, mabagal yung kilos, di ba? Pag alis na yung anak niya, eh, kulehiyo na to, di ba? Kahit nagmamadali na, pipigilin niya yung anak niya. Tapos ang gagawin niya, papag-pray niya, ililayhans niya yung anak niya. To the point na sabi nga nung pagpapatotoo ng anak na talagang minsan, talagang inis na inis niya sa, sa nanay niya. Dahil mauhuli na siya, eh talagang pinipigil pa siya pag-pray. Last year, gumraduate. Top sa board, dentistry. What are we passing on to our children? And God has given us that picture so we can actually choose God all the time. Alam niyo yung pelikulang Narnia? Ah, ganda, yun, good. Yung uh, pangalawa o yung pangatlo, sa nobela, hindi yun pangalawa eh. Prince Caspian. May isang napakagandang scene doon. Napakaganda, napakagaling. Medyo malalim, pero hindi, actually hindi naman. Sabi ni Lucy, siya yung pinakamalapit kay Aslan. And alam niya naman tong nobela to, di ba? Ni C.S. Lewis. Uh, it's the gospel presentation. And si Aslan is the type of Christ. Siya si Jesus Christ, di ba? Lalong klarong-klaro yon sa The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, okay? So sabi ni Lucy, siya yung pinakamalapit kay Aslan. Sabi niya, Aslan, Aslan. O ito yung type of Christ, dear Aslan. Aslan, you're bigger. You got bigger. Sabi ni Aslan, that is because you are older, little one. So actually, basahin mo, hindi mo maintindihan to eh. Ha? Ano yung ibig sabihin nun? Di ba? Labo naman nun. Aslan, you're bigger. Tapos niya, that is because you are older. Di ba, pag lumalaki ka, liliit yung bagay? Balikta, di ba? Tuloy na yung dialogue. Sabi ni Lucy, not because you are? Or not because you are bigger? And then, Aslan said, I am not. And this is how he ends this particular dialogue. But every year you grow, you will find me bigger. Yeah. at yun ang gusto natin sa mga anak natin habang lumalaki sila lumalaki ang Panginoon sa buhay nila tama po ba? Amen Amen We hope you were inspired by that message Be updated on podcasts and events and even follow a Bible reading plan by downloading the Victory Alabang app for all Apple and Android mobile devices. Thank you and stay connected.